Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke. Please give me five stars on Apple. Is Alec Baldwin going down for involuntary manslaughter? We don't know, but the way that people can get killed on movie sets is pretty crazy. So that's the second half of this podcast. Today on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Podcast, podcast. So, the Alec Baldwin situation is pretty interesting. There's a movie they were making called Rust in New Mexico. And Alec Baldwin, it's a cowboy movie. And Alec Baldwin shot a 42-year-old cinematographer. What was her name? She's pretty cute. I don't know. I'm a bad man. I can't remember her name or the uh, armor girl's name, but they're both cute. I think in, I think in Hollywood they hire you based on your looks, which may not lead to the best results. But in any case, so, making a cowboy movie, Alec Baldwin shoots and kills the cinematographer, and I guess the, bu- the bullet or something, so we don't know, we don't know, I'm talking about this now, we still don't know. I was waiting, I was going to wait for the information to all come out, but I'll just say what we know for now. So, a gun, there was a gun, there was something coming out of a gun, a 42-year-old cinematographer was killed, and whatever came out of that gun went through her and also hit the director. And he was taken to the hospital and released. He was okay. So, just a couple other facts that, you know, don't tell you anything about exactly what's going on. But there's a bunch of union workers, you know, I guess high-paid union workers, um, on the set. And they had recently walked off and said, whatever, they just... They didn't like the situation, and so maybe that plays into it, or maybe it doesn't. And then, apparently, there's a there's a position position called armorer, who uh, is the person who takes care of guns on a movie set. And so, the armorer was a 24 year old female. I guess her dad was a famous movie armorer, and he was kind of he taught her whatever, and then. She was getting jobs on movies, and she had pre- she'd done a podcast, I think, a few months earlier, where she had said that she didn't feel like she knew what she was doing, maybe regarding blanks and guns or something. Anyway, so, 24-year-old armor. I'll tell you what, you look her up. She's hot, and, uh, I don't know, Instagram or whatnot, like, she has, like, pictures where she's just, like, covering her breasts with her long hair and taking pictures and putting it online, so... She's interesting. See, I don't, I don't just tell you the news. I tell you the, the interesting stuff related to the news. And then apparently they had like a cart, or anyways, they had a they had a location where the guns were kept on the set. I guess I should say, there's a lot of rules about having guns on sets because people have gotten killed by guns. You know, actors and whatnot have gotten killed by guns, and I'll talk about that later. But anyway, so I guess the guns were kept on a cart or some other designated area. And I think the armorer is supposed to be in charge of them. And I haven't heard exactly what she did. You know, other than there was a cart and, the, and, the, and an armorer existed on this set. We don't know about that. But then there was an assistant director who was also part of the chain of custody to make sure that no one got hurt by the guns. And apparently he handed a gun to Alec Baldwin. And he said, the gun is cold. So, like, that means it's safe. That means it can't. You know, probably means it doesn't have blanks in it, because blanks can kill. There's been instances of people killing themselves with blanks, even though there's no bullet in there. And 
So anyways, apparently he said the gun is cold. And then Alec Baldwin, this part is a little iffy, but I heard maybe he was like pulling the gun out of his holster for, you know, some movie scene. And he did it two times. And the second time was when the cinematographer was killed. And I think that part is very easily likely to change. Like the very first day, like within hours of it, people were saying that Alec Baldwin was pissed off at the long hours. And they're like, we got to do another shoot. You know, like, whatever. It's late at night and we got to do another shoot. And he's like, he didn't want to do another shoot. And so he's like, you're going to do, you want another shoot? I'm going to shoot. And so, you know, he's joking around with the gun. Anyways, that turned out not to be true. But there's a lot of, whatever, people just don't know. People don't know, and then some people like to jump in there and say stuff. Like the union guys, like, whatever. So they were interviewing, like, a union, whatever, armor, I guess, or just, anyways, some sort of union guy. And he made the rounds, and anyone who wanted to interview him, he would answer. And he's like, oh, this is all because, you know, scabs, non-union people working. So, you know, there's motives, and there's information that ain't correct or not corroborated or we don't know yet. And I've been watching some lawyers on YouTube, and they're saying that maybe the actor has a responsibility. Like, you know, it ain't murder. No one's saying it's murder. But uh, the actor has a responsibility to, you know, like, look at the gun. Maybe, you know, if it's a revolver, you break it, you know, you, uh, whatever. There's a little thing where you can break it, kind of, you can fold it open. That's how you load it. You fold it open to load it. And so if you're an actor, you have, and you think you got a gun that has nothing in it, it's still your responsibility to break it open and make, you know, and confirm everything. And so, you know, whatever, that's a legal question we will see later on. I mean, Alec Baldwin's got tons of money, so we'll see. And uh, this ain't, this ain't me, but anyway, some people are doing, <laughs> some people on YouTube who are on the right are just saying some uncharitable stuff. Basically that Alec Baldwin, apparently he's a, he opposes gun rights. He does, he does not think that Americans should have guns. And so there's a little bit of a dance, you know, a little bit of a schadenfreude. People are a little bit happy that here's this guy who's, you know, super outspoken and hates guns. Uh, whatever. Got himself in this situation. And I will say, you know, like if Alec Baldwin loved guns, he'd probably know a lot more about guns. You know, if he's always going out and shooting them, maybe he wouldn't have this problem. Although, who knows? That's just speculation. So that's all fine. That's whatever. You probably already heard that part. Now, here's the interesting story. Here, I'm, I'm going to give you the information that you don't know, which is what happened to Brandon Lee in 1993 when he was filming The Crow. Uh, Brandon Lee was the son of Bruce Lee in The Crow. It was a good movie. Good movie from the early 90s. And Brandon Lee got shot and killed on the set. Now, how does this happen? You know, what happened? So in this movie, there's some, you know, villain... And the villain has a uh, 44 Smith & Wesson. Basically, it's the same gun that uh, Clint Eastwood had in Dirty Harry. So a revolver. 44 Magnum revolver. And depending on what's going on in the scene, you have to put different things into the chambers, the six chambers in the, the part that revolves. So let's go over quickly the parts of a shell. Like a bullet, you can call the whole thing a bullet, but the bullet is really just that little lead part that goes flying out. So you got the shell casing, you got the primer, that's the thing that uh, the hammer hits and sets off. 
you got the gunpowder that's what's set off by the primer and then you got the bullet and so it just goes where you got shell primer gunpowder bullet and then the bullet goes flying out the front you know when you do stuff correctly but so they're making this movie and you know obviously they're not using they're not using real live you know normal bullets that you buy in the store that that you can kill a bear with or whatever they got special ones to try and make it safe and so they got two kinds they got blanks which is a blank is just you got you got all of it except for the bullet and people have been killed by blanks because a blank um no bullet flies out but it's like um a force a, a pressure wave you know kind of like a little bomb or whatever comes out the front there was a there's a famous instance where an actor held a gun to his head which had a blank in it and he pulled the trigger and he died so you know no no metal thing went into his skull but the shock wave killed him so blanks can kill you know you wouldn't want to hold a gang a, a gang a blank up to your toe and pull the trigger you might be missing a toe but on the other hand if you're 10 feet in front of a gun that has a blank in it and it's shot at you, well, it won't hurt you. I mean, it might hurt your ears. It will hurt your ears. You want to protect your ears, but it won't send a piece of metal out and kill you. So they had blanks on the set of The Crow, and then they had another kind of bullet. So basically, when you got a revolver, like when you're, you know, when someone is pointing a revolver at you, you can kind of see if it's loaded. You can at least see some of the chambers. And if they're, you know, you can see if they're empty or if there's a bullet in them. So in a movie set, you can't just have a revolver with nothing in it, nothing in the chambers, because then when the camera is looking that certain angle, it looks like it's empty. So then what they do is they create shells that don't have the gunpowder. Now this part I don't know on the set of The Crow, whether or not it had the primer and didn't have the gunpowder, or if it didn't have the primer and it didn't have the gunpowder. Like, you know, that would be the safe. The safe way was would be no primer and no gunpowder. Because the, pri the primer, it ain't going to shoot the bullet out fast like normal, but it is a little thing that's explosive, and so, you know, it's just not safe. Not that safe. But in any case, so they were doing a scene where the camera is looking at the gun, and so they had these bullet, you know, these shells. I want to call them bullets, too. It had these shells in there that show you the bullet, but they're, you know, they're not real ones. And somehow, one of the bullets got into the barrel and so like you know like if if, if, if you have the primer but no gunpowder and then the bullet and you pull the trigger well that primer would probably push the bullet into the barrel just a little ways right it wouldn't it wouldn't go all the way out it just go in there a little ways and then it'd be lodged there that's something you should know is that bullets are made to not they're made too big to go down a barrel like the point is the barrel the barrel has something called rifling just grooves. It has grooves in it, and the grooves cut into the bullet. So you want the bullet to fit in there real tight, and then it gets cut into the perfect shape as it heads out the barrel. So like they don't they don't fall out easily. They get lodged. You know they don't fall out. They get lodged in there. So either the bullet like just fell out of the shell and got lodged in the uh, barrel, or maybe. Maybe they had a primer in there that, you know, you pull that and that lodged it in there. I mean, that sounds crazy to me because if you hit the primer, it's loud. It's going to be louder than a cap gun or probably, you know, at least as loud as a cap gun. So people should be like, oh, wait, what was that, what was that sound? We should double check it. So anyways, 
I've not heard the answer on this. I think maybe it's unknown. They didn't prosecute anyone. There was no court case, at least that I know of. But somehow, a bullet got lodged in the barrel. And so the next scene, or whatever, sometime later, they were shooting another scene where that gun was shot at Brandon Lee. The, you know, shot at Brandon Lee. He's playing the crow. He's, it's like a superhero. He's playing like a superhero. And so they put blanks in it. So, you know, that shouldn't hurt the person that you're pointing it at, but, it, you know, it makes the gun, makes a, makes a puff of smoke and whatnot, makes it look real. But so what happened was there was a blank shot, and a blank is just, you know, a shell without the bullet. But if there's a bullet in the barrel, then the blank will force the bullet out with, you know, just like a normal, just like normal. And he got shot in the gut. I was listening to this, and he's like, oh, he got shot in the gut. I'm like, oh, why did he die? It went through his gut, hit him in the spine, and he died. So anyways, there's one way where it's kind of complicated and you got to keep track of exactly what's going on with the guns and the, you know, and the different types of shells that you put in them. I guess one other thing to know is people are calling it a prop gun. So a prop on a movie set is like anything. Like, you know, like, you know I'm making a movie about people digging ditches. Well, then you go to the you go to the store, you buy some shovels, and you bring them over there, and now they're props. You know, it doesn't mean it's not a real shovel. So, anyways, a prop gun can be like some fake kind of gun, airsoft gun that looks real or whatever, or it can just be the real the real deal, still a prop. So, I've seen some people on YouTube say that you know there's no excuse for Alec Baldwin, like he should be checking the gun. Like, you know, when you take a gun to the range, you are in charge of that gun and you need to check it and, you know, make sure it's pointed in a safe direction and all the other gun rules. Keep your finger off the trigger, etc. But if you're on a movie set and they have to make the revolver look like it's loaded for a scene, then I don't really see how you can check it. You're almost, you know, you could go watch the person put the fake bullets or whatever in the gun and then watch the gun taken to wherever and stored wherever and keep it under lock and key and anyway so unless Alec I think Alec Baldwin almost would have had to just stand there and watch the people who are handling the gun because otherwise by the time it's handed to him there's no way for him to know or at least depending on the situation there may, there may be no other way for him to have known what he had other than to watch them like make it and I say make it because I'm not sure what kind of revolver it, it was, but a lot of the old, uh, you know, the ones that look, the old cowboy guns, a lot of the old cowboy guns were black powder guns. So you didn't actually put in uh, a bullet, you know, a shell, a shell, a shell casing with uh, a bullet, you know, like the copper, the thing you see in, the thing you see, the thing that every modern gun shoots, basically. And I'll talk about that in the next section. But if it's black powder, or maybe the last section, but anyways, if it's black powder, then that means you pour in powder, or you don't pour in powder, and then you put a piece of cloth over that, forget what that's called, and then you put in the lead ball. Anyways, basically you're making the bullet out of the parts inside the gun itself. And I think, like I'm not even sure... I'm not even sure if you handed me a gun, if I'd be able to look at it and say exactly what was 
going on. Like, I, I'm not sure. I think maybe you couldn't tell. Basically, you can't tell by looking at it, maybe. Anyways, basically, it could be uh, quite complicated, and it may not be easy to point the figure, finger at whoever, or it's going to take a while till we can point that finger correctly.